Welcome to the Cashflow is Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Jocelyn Chong, business coach with Sit to Seguar. Here you will learn from entrepreneurs or side hustlers about their business journey, how they overcome their challenges to be a successful entrepreneur today. So, let's get started. Welcome to Cashflow is Confidence podcast. I hope that you have had a great week and this week, I am going to share with you four easy steps I took in order for me to publish my podcast. So just a bit of a story. In October last year, I actually published my podcast. I had a 90-day plan that I created in September. And so prior to the launch in September, I created a 90-day plan on how I'm going to publish my podcast and that I'm going to share with you the four easy steps I took to actually publish my podcast. The first step is that I decided that I am going to batch my podcast production because it is going to really help me save time, also help me with my planning days, podcasting recording days, and that it is easy for me to also post it on social media. The second thing that I took was that I had a process around how I wanted to ensure that I batch it. So I made sure that I connect with all the audience that would have the same theme of all the podcast series that I wanted to capture. I connected with them. I asked them for the permission to record the podcast. I sent them a list of interview questions. I let them know that it is in a flow that is really easy to follow and that I go with a dialogue style. I just wanted to have a conversation and that it will go with the flow so that it's not structured or it's very difficult like a teaching style. The third part that I took was that after I record the podcast, I ensure that I send it to someone who can edit the podcast. So... I had someone that I work with on Fiverr that does all the editing for me. I know that there are other methods that you can actually explore in order for editing your podcast. Many of my friends who are doing podcasting actually record them on GarageBand and also piece them together using their iMac. I prefer not to do that because I feel that it's going to take up a bit too much of my time. So I prefer to send the editing to someone else to do that. And the final part was creating a really easy environment for me to record my podcast. So I'm going to deep dive into that four easy ways a lot more deeper. Are you ready? So the first part is that in terms of batching, there are many ways for you to batch your podcast. And in order for you to do that is to make sure that you wanted to create a theme for your podcast. For me, the first 12 series of my podcast was to really interview a lot of my guests because I wanted to hear about their journey, how they transitioned from side hustling into full-time entrepreneurship. So I interviewed and engaged a number of professionals who are able to share with me their stories across the world. And I was Very, very privileged to work with so many people across the world with so many different professional backgrounds that really, really was generous in terms of sharing their journey, their time, their expertise, their content with me through 
out the whole conversation and that you can check it out as well in the podcast. The second part is I determined that my podcast was not longer than 25 minutes and that I wanted it to be shorter so that it was easy to listen and that it was very conversational. Also that it was captured in a time where it was helping someone work through COVID-19 and that it was captured in a very easy environment whereby I just recorded on Zoom. I didn't have fancy equipment to record the whole podcast series. I had it really recorded and I was ensuring that I was in a distraction-free zone so that it was easy, it was quiet. But there was one time I had to admit I had someone who was doing construction on the day that I wanted to record a podcast with a lady in Canada and that I had no choice but I had to drive to a park and record that particular episode in my car to ensure that I seal in the time, the space and the noise as well. So it doesn't have to always be perfect. I remember that one of the episodes, out of the blue, the guest had a neighbor dog was barking as well. And that really happened. And I'm like, you know what? That's just live. And I don't really need to edit that out. That's the reality of having a conversation with someone and that many people were working from home last year. So naturally, there are noise that is only, you know, part of our way of life. So certain things I didn't have a very particular strict rules towards it. I just accept it that it was life and that I think it made it a lot more natural. The third thing around the process that I took recording the podcast was that after I record the podcast, I always batch the whole series to send to my editor and that in the list of items that I wanted her to edit, I ensure that I have got a podcast intro attached to it. I've got a podcast outro attached to it. I also made sure that if I can timestamp the areas that I wanted her to edit out because it was not in line with the conversation that we had that day, it was captured really clearly so that the podcast editing process was easy and it was really, really done in a very efficient manner. In addition to that, I used Buzzsprout to actually distribute my podcast. So for me, it was really easy to just ensure that you got a podcast art that you are comfortable to use. I hired someone to do that because it was quick and easy over Fiverr to create a podcast art for me and it was done within 24 hours. I also had to write bio for my podcast so that people would know that my podcast was covering business topics. It was very much about entrepreneurship. It was really supporting women in finance, women in business, women that really wanted to do business and that they have the ability to learn about confidence from a lot of women who was formerly in corporate world but decided to run their business. The next part was I also scheduled that I wanted to distribute my podcast on a weekly basis. Now, in terms of frequency, it's really up to you whether you wanted to post it every single week or you might want to do it every fortnight but I would recommend that you determine on a frequency so that your listeners are aware of the frequency that is distributed on a regular basis. 
I do want to also make mention that after my season one, I wanted to talk more about educating my audience in season two. So I started to create a whole list of content that was easy to distribute on season two as well, which is in January. The fourth point was that I batched it and I used Calendly to send my invitation to all my podcast guests. Now, some of them, they need to accommodate that, you know, a couple of months ahead of time because they have a full diary book. So it's important that whichever guests you had already engaged, make sure that that fit into your calendar. Make sure that you send them a reminder about the podcast recording process, expectation, time, topics, and when you are going to publish their podcast as well. So I actually communicated to all my guests and that they know when to share their podcast series with their audience as well. The other theme that I incorporated in this podcast recording is I wanted to support women in business. So I use this as a way to also help different professionals talk about their learning, their journey, their story, their life, and that they can use that as a content in future for their own benefit and their business growth as well. I hope that these four points that I've covered today is most helpful for you to really create the kind of content that you're looking for in your podcast. There are many, many other materials and content that you can use and explore in order to create your own podcast. This is just my short journey that I thought I'll share with my audience around how I created my own podcast, which is not fancy or sexy, it's truly just simple. I record that on Zoom, I had a batching component, I communicate to my guests, I ensure that I publish that on a frequency that is comfortable, I use Buzzsprout, I was very clear around what I wanted to deliver to my audience and that I have had lots and lots of really, really strong compliments and praises from my guests and my audience listening to that. So I hope that you enjoy this podcast and that I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Cashflow is Confidence podcast. We really enjoyed talking about business, life as an entrepreneur, and fun activities beyond work. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would be so grateful that you can share this with your friends, family, and business network. Make sure to visit us on our social media channels so we can hang out together. See you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye for now.